Welcome to the Optimal Human Performance Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Yorko, and my passion is the pursuit of peak health and performance. This podcast is my attempt to bring you expert insights on everything from fitness and nutrition to mindset mastery. So if you're an athlete looking to improve your game or a busy professional wanting to boost your energy and productivity, this podcast is for you. So tune in, and if this episode helps you to optimize your life in any way, please share it with a friend and leave a review so we can make a bigger impact. Welcome to another episode of the Optimal Human Performance Podcast. Today, I want to share with you guys an experience that I had, not one that motivated me to get fit, but one of the major reasons I will remain fit for the rest of my life. So I remember being pinned up against this door, like pushing myself against the door, leg pressing my feet into the floor and pushing my back into this door as I was dripping in blood, just leaking from my nose. And this psychopath, this committed felon was on the other side of the door trying to break in holding a 10 inch kitchen knife. It was an experience that I will never forget. And it had nothing to do with like any situation that I put myself in. So I think it was 2014 or something ish around there. I went to my friend's house. We were playing some beer pong. It was a a Friday night. I got off work. I was in the area, went to his place. He said, yeah, come over. I've got some friends over. We're just having a couple drinks. Went over there. Everything seemed good. It was mostly people that I knew. And then there's this one other guy who was kind of seeing my friend's sister, his older sister, much older sister. And everything seemed fine. I played beer pong with this guy and everything. And I had this feeling like this guy isn't like, he's not giving me everything. He's not giving me all the details, you know? And at the end of the night, my friend was quite drunk. He went and fell asleep early, early ish, right? At the end of the night, there was me my friend's girlfriend, and then this guy who I had just met that night. And I was talking to him and everything. It ended up being revealed to me later on that this guy was a committed felon. He was charged with armed bank robberies with like assault rifles, went to jail for multiple years, and he was on antipsychotics while he was drinking with us. And you know, I, you live and you learn. I wish I knew these things in the moment, but I didn't know that. I didn't know that at that point in time. So there's the three of us who are up pretty late. I'm literally just waiting for this guy to leave so I can go to bed. Cause like, I don't know. I just had this feeling about him, you know? So we called him a cab. He was drinking. So we called him a cab, get him out of the house. Cab calls us back. And this guy wanted to drive home. He just kept on saying, no, I'll just drive home. I'll just drive home. He was wasted. We're like, no, we're not going to let you drive home. We'll like, we'll make sure everything's good. We'll pay for your cab. Even like, just we'll get it, get you a cab. We'll pay for it. Get home. We'll figure it out in the morning. Right. So cab calls us back. He goes outside. Everything was good up to this point, to be totally honest with you. Everything was perfectly fine. I had like, there weren't any actual red flags. I just had a weird feeling about this guy. And he leaves. He comes back in like one minute later, literally left Cab's supposed to be outside, comes back in one minute later, freaking out. He is like, you look at this guy's eyes and you're like, this is not the same human being. This is not the same human being at all. And he came in, he wanted his keys, got pissed off. Long story short, my friend's girlfriend was not giving him the keys. 
he, she hid the keys and I didn't know where they were. He didn't know where they were. And, and he was pissed. He wanted the keys. And I literally looked at her like, give this guy the keys. I don't care if this guy is wasted. Give him the keys. Cause like he needs to be out of here. You could tell looking at this guy, he was a psychopath. And she just kept saying, no, you know, she lives in a society where men don't hit women and she can say whatever she wants to a man and she's safe, but not with this one. So there's the three of us. And she kind of talks back to him, says she's not giving him the keys. And he like pushed her face. He didn't smack her right away, but he like, he pushed her face aggressively. And I was, it was like almost a slap. It might've been a slap, but like, I couldn't say for sure it was. And I was like, I just didn't want anything to do with this. This guy's taller than me. He's bigger than me. He's like six, one, like 200 pounds committed felon. I did not want to fight this guy. So he pushes her. Uh, she wasn't hurt or anything. They're still arguing. I'm like, I don't want to get in the way of this because it's going to be a fist fight. Like, give him the keys. Get him out of here. Let's figure this out. And she just keeps talking back. He keeps on getting more frustrated. Then he, like, kind of hit her. And I went in there and I hit him. And literally to this day, this experience makes it so, like, when I hit him, I didn't want to hit him. I didn't want to fight. And I had the opportunity to just absolutely clock this guy. And I totally held back a little bit. Like There was a little bit of me that didn't hit him as hard as I could. And I got on top and put him in like a headlock chokehold type of thing. It wasn't like a deep chokehold, but I was holding him down. I was like, dude, like settle down. We'll get your keys, get you out of here. Like I did not want to fight this guy. I was not in that state at all. I was not wanting to fight. I was not ready to fight. I just had to get in there because you're not going to hit some girl in front of me, you know? And when I look back at this, if I was weaker, if I didn't work out, if I didn't train, this guy was bigger than me. And he was dangerous, like very dangerous, <laughs> clearly, as you'll, as you'll see later in this story. But if I wasn't someone who was training already, there is no chance I would have been able to stand up for my friend's girlfriend. There's no way I would have been able to stand up for myself. There's no way I would have been able to hold my own. And that experience by itself has like scarred in me the responsibility that I have as a man to maintain some level of physical strength, physical competency. I must have that in my life, not for myself, but for like other people. If there is an instance happening, an incident, there's an incident happening. I don't want to have to rely on other people to solve it. I don't want to rely on other people to protect me or protect the people around. And after that, so I was holding this guy down, just trying to trying to get him to calm down. I didn't want to fight him. And I like, I was in a position where I was like, can't hurt me. You know, there's nothing you can do in this spot. I was overpowering because he was bigger than me, but I was stronger than him. So I was able to hold him down. Too bad I didn't really anticipate that he was a committed felon and wants to fight dirty. He reached up above his head as I was holding him, stuck his finger in, in my nose and pulled so hard that he ripped my nostril in half. He literally ripped it wide open. I ended up getting, I think, five stitches in my nose to like get my nostril back closed. And I was just leaking everywhere. So I went up the stairs, called the cops, got into a room, barricaded myself in a room because he was after me. He was like, I'm going to fucking kill you. I will kill you. And I was like, you know what? I can see he's he's not a liar. He might be a psychopath, but I don't think he's lying right now. I think he will actually try to kill me. So I, I went upstairs. I woke my friend up who was passed out drunk. I was like, give me your address right now. I'm calling the cops, the psychopath. And he looks up and I'm just covered in blood. He's like, what happened? I'm like, yeah, go figure that out. You know this guy. Give me your address so I can call the cops. I was in a room on the phone with the cops. And this guy comes up the stairs, knocks on the door, says, hey, dude, 
I just want to apologize, like open up the door. And my friend yells like in panic, don't open the door. He's got a knife. And I was like, nope, not opening the door. And he just started trying to barrel his way in, like knock down the door, full on 6'1", 200 pound dude, just driving his shoulder into the door. And I'm sitting there covered in blood, pressing my feet into the floor, both shoulders into the door, feet into the floor, just pushing so hard, trying to not let this guy in. And eventually he stopped trying. Eventually he realized he was not getting in. But I was fighting for my fucking life, leg pressing that door shut. Like, remember that so clearly. And after that night, I was just like, man, like, thank God I work out. Thank God I train legs. Thank God I actually have some strength and athleticism from years of training. Because if I didn't, number one, I couldn't have stood up for somebody else. And number two, I could be fucking dead right now because this guy was a lunatic. And there are moments in our lives like we make a decision to become someone new. We make a decision. You know what? This is not for me. I need to be better. I need to be healthier. I need to be stronger. I need to gain more confidence. I need to make more money. Like there's a moment in time where you make that decision. Like this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to make changes and I'm going to become a different person. And this point in time and this story, I was already quite fit. I was already working out for years. I was already training. I was already playing baseball in college, but this like solidified this I will always train. I will always work out. I will always have a significant physical capacity for whatever I have. If I got hit by a car and I didn't have like feeling in my legs, I can promise you I would be in the gym working my upper body. I would be doing something because it would be my responsibility. And I ask you if something like that happened, I was like mostly out of my control. If something like that happened to you, would you be confident that number one, you could do something, you actually could do something about the situation you were in. And number two, you would survive. If you had someone trying to break into your house, someone trying to break into a room to attack you, would you be able to hold a door shut? Would you be able to overpower somebody in that instance? And if the answer is no, like you really have to think, what is the average person able to to do in terms of strength, in terms of physical dominance? What can the average person do? I think as a man, it's our responsibility to be able to hold our own. It's our responsibility to be protectors of the people around us, not just of ourselves, but as men, we are physically bigger and stronger than women. And anyone who wants to say trans women are women, not in physical stature, no. Sorry, men have more physical abilities, greater physical abilities than women do. It's just a fact. Look at the 100 meter sprint times. Look at powerlifting times. Like just put head to head men and women in any physical competition and you can see that it's not the same. Now, women can be phenomenal athletes, but compared to the top 1% of each gender, and it's not comparable, right? So as men, we have to just accept the fact that we are bigger and stronger by nature. And that means that we have a responsibility when it comes to physical dominance, not we have power, we have physical dominance over these people. We have a responsibility to provide protection to the people around us. And if you're a man who's listening to this right now, I ask you, like, would you be able to hold your own? 
what situations would you be in where you you could be or you would be or you would want to be the person who provides protection, who provides assistance, who stands up to someone who is doing wrong? And if you're thinking about that, you're like, man, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't be able to. I would be putting myself in great danger if I did it because I don't have that capacity right now. I challenge you to decide like what level of capacity do you want to have? I'm not going to stand up to some UFC fighter in like a fist fight. Are you kidding me? I'm not stupid. But like 99% of incidences that happen, 99% of any violent act, like, yeah, I do think that I would be able to stand up for whoever is in danger, you know, unless there's weapons or someone just has ridiculous abilities. But besides that, like to the average person, I'm going to be that guy. And if you are a man and you want to be that guy, what are you doing to become that guy? Allow yourself to make a decision of who you want to be and allow yourself to make a decision of who you want to remain. And I was in that instant, someone who could protect someone. And I was very proud of it. Was I happy that I got my nose split open? I got punched in the face by a psychopath. I got chased by with a knife. No, no, I would not do that again, you know, but like, if I was in that instance again, that the same thing happened, I'll tell you what, the only thing I would do differently, I would hit him with 100% strength. I would not hold back one bit. I would hope he went out cold and we could have just rolled him on his side and dragged him out the damn door. That's what I would have hoped because I did hold back a little bit and that was the mistake that I made. Everything else, I don't regret. And again, if you're listening to this, would it take for you to require more physical capability? What could happen? What experiences could happen in your life? I never thought that that would happen. I never thought that would happen. I went to my friend's house. This was at my friend's house. I had been there dozens of times. I had slept over there dozens of times. What could happen in your life? What experience could happen? Where could you be placed where you need to be the person who stands up to someone or protects someone? And do you have the capacity to do that? If not, I challenge you to start working on yourself, start challenging yourself, start working to improve where you're at. Because it might not be today. It might not be tomorrow. It might not be in five years. It might be in 10, 15 years. It might be next week. Who knows? But at some point in your life, you will probably encounter some experience where you have the power to change things. You have the power to do a good deed or protect someone or just use your physical capabilities to change the way an event plays out. And if you aren't prepared for that, it's still your responsibility. And you're just going to look at it and be down. You're going to be disappointed in yourself that you didn't start earlier. So that brings us to the end of this episode of the Optimal Human Performance Podcast. We hope you found today's discussion valuable and it helped you in some way to optimize your performance. If you found the information shared in this episode to be helpful, please share it to your story, share it with some friends, tag us on social media. You can find me at Yorko Performance on all platforms. And again, thank you for your support. We will be back for another episode.